Charles Darwin, uh, the other Charles Dickens, and quite a few great artists and thinkers. You might be surprised to know that this, but many of the greats worked tops four hours a day because there's a limit to our ability to be productive and that pleasure and leisure in our lives is very important to the productivity. Welcome to Tapping Creativity, a podcast for the creative community. Yes, it's a podcast for you. Whether you're looking for insight, inspiration, or community, you found yourself in the right place. My name is Matthew Temple. I am the host. And on this podcast, we go into questions, inspirations, challenges of the creative process. It's about connecting with other artists, hearing what other people are struggling with, their wins, their challenges. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe, follow, share. If you really like what you hear, give us a thumbs up or give us some kind of review. And with that, let's hop into this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of Tapping Creativity. And if you haven't listened in a while and you're just kind of jumping back in, we are right in the middle of a 10-part series on the creative process. And it's based on my book, The Creative's Handbook. We're going through what I call the nine P's of powerful and effective creating. Now, those nine P's uh, are, well, just to kind of name a few, one is sort of what is your purpose? Why are you doing it? What is your project? Like, you know, really naming it. And then it's planning, preparation. We have getting into our practice. And now we're getting into the next P, which is what I call pleasure and leisure. And this is a really important piece of it. But if you have missed any of the other ones, I suggest you go back and you listen to the introduction, kind of get caught up because we've covered a lot of, of ground. This is basically a mini course that we are doing in the podcasts for these couple of months or more than two months. So it's, it's really exciting work. It's something that I was going to do as a course. And I just decided, you know what? I'm going back to school. I'm going to get a master's degree. So I'm going to be really busy and I'm going to be focusing on that instead of my course and all this other stuff. So I want to give this work away for free. Over the last few years, I've been working with creatives and artists around the globe on their projects. And before that, you know, I worked for, you know, I've been in the entertainment business for well over a decade. Um, and during my time as vice president of production and development at Millie Pictures, you know, I had at one point a team of 30 plus artists and directors and writers working for me just in my office in Santa Monica. And then we had other, you know, a whole team of artists working in on the, you know, on the day-to-day -day animation. And that's a lot of people that are coming up against creative challenges or blockages, um, particularly at the highest level where you know that every day we're working, it's tens of thousands of dollars every single day in all of these teams. And that puts a lot of pressure. So if you feel in pressure, like, Ooh, I got to deliver on something, or I said, I was going to write a book and I haven't done it yet. Or I said, I was going to do these things and I haven't done it yet. Or I'm getting stuck. It's like, that's pressure. I get it. But there's some serious pressure when you know, tens of thousands of dollars every day are going out the door. And when you come up against some type of creative blockage, what's going to break that? And that's something that I spent a few years doing and, and honing this. And, and now through all of those years of experience, myself as an artist and as a creator, and then, you know, working with others in a producerial role and then working individually with 
individuals. This is where, you know, this is the work and some of the systems that I have developed coming out of that. And I'm giving it away on the podcast. You know, you're welcome to grab a copy of the book if you want something to hold on to, or if you want to see all of some of the stuff in PDF format, um, we've got that too, but don't feel like you need to. A lot of the worksheets are going to be available in the show notes and you just listen and the transcripts are available too. So all that's available to you. I'm giving it away because I love it. And because I'm going to be super, super busy going to the University of Chicago, getting a master's degree, and I'm not going to have a lot of time. And I still want to be offering this to the world. It's something that I've become very passionate about. And this is the best way for me to see my work and helping others with their own creative process get out there. So we're going to dive in right now to this week's episode. So as I said, uh, here we are on the next P, which is pleasure and leisure. And why is this so important? Well, um, generally, we all know if you want to get something, you set a goal and you go through it. We've talked about smart goals and all the stuff that we've done so far has been like getting it done, getting your process. And that's really important. You're not going to get there without it. But there's another little kind of piece that can often be overlooked and forgotten. And that is the time that I need to enjoy my life, that I just need to relax, that I need to breathe out and chill. You know, so much of the time it's like, go, 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 go. How do I breathe? Where do I sleep? All this stuff I have to do. What about the, just the fun, just the glass of wine with a friend or whatever it is that brings you joy, the pleasure time and the leisure time. It is so vital. So there was a TV show in the eighties and I only watched it a couple of times. It was called the powers of Matthew star, um, which I thought was kind of cool. I'm Matthew. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. And Matthew star was really neat because he could just do things with his mind. He could I remember an episode where he wanted a Coke and for whatever reason, he couldn't open up the refrigerator and get a Coke. So he just stood there and with his mind, he opened the refrigerator and he pulls out a Coca-Cola and then he drinks it. Probably expensive product placement. And like the show didn't last. And, you know, the, I think part of the reason why the show didn't last is that you have to be challenged in order to grow. Like if you want something, you actually have to get up and get it. There was a product, I think it was earlier than that, it was like the 60s or something, late 60s, early 70s, the Relaxercizer, marketed to women, where you can get exercise while you relax. That also didn't last. And, you know, the reason, once again, is that if you want something, you get up and get it. But you also need the downtime. You do need to relax. You don't need to exercise while you're relaxing, but you need to relax. You need to take time. You need to enjoy you need to have pleasure. You need to have leisure. And so one of the things to really begin to look at is how do I make sure I bring that into my life? Now, being intentional about our pleasure and our leisure is really important because like sometimes I mean, think, you know, what? I'm going to like just lie here. And I'm going to scroll on Facebook. I'm being leisurely. I think you might agree with me if you really think about it. Being on social media, it's not a whole lot of leisure in that, right? It might be like, or I'm a political junkie. I want to lie in bed or first thing I do when I get to my computer is check the news. And, and there's tension around that. There's 
a busying of the mind with what are other people doing? What are they saying? What can I be angry about? What can I be envious about? Who's on an amazing vacation while I'm like stuck here in the cold or whatever? That's not the requisite leisure time that any of us needs. And I actually think it's the opposite of that. So, you know, it's this reminder of what I, you know, what other people have, it can kind of spark anger stuff, you know, whatever it is, but it's just not really leisure. I found that true leisure time actually should be intentional. You know, if not, my enjoyment time can all too easily come to be filled with pretty much like one of two things. I feel like I should be working on my project, but instead I'm wasting my time. Now there's tension around that too, right? And then the other thing is, uh, you know, if I tell myself that I'm not really taking pleasure time, I'm still working when I'm really kind of fussing around and not working. Like those are two things that can make leisure time conflated with something that just isn't really relaxing. So you know, this is a P that I actually added. If you do have this book and you've read it, this particular P is not in there. Because over the years, since I've been working with this idea and working with people, working with myself, I found that one thing is that that was missing. You know, and I would be telling people like, relax for a little bit, like, have fun. I would be in telling people that that's part of it, but it wasn't really codified. And so as people are kind of going through and I realized, oh, it's so easy. In fact, I have spent so much of my life kind of forgetting about pleasure and leisure because, you know, I've been fairly prolific and I can take pride in that. But at the same time, at this point, that pride is been a little bit wounded by a reality that I'm 45 years old and I've spent a lot of my time nose to the grindstone producing, getting stuff out there, you know, where, and then just kind of like getting to the point where, oh my gosh, I need a break instead of how do I really incorporate that into my life? And so that's really what this P is and what I kind of want to shine this spotlight on for you uh, in this week's episode. Um, it's the pause, it's the pleasure, it's the leisure. So I mentioned on the last episode that creativity is bringing something into the world where nothing existed before. And when we give ourselves time to relax, we can actually do that as a part of our creative process that then assists in our being creative. So while just thinking about being creative is not really creating because you're not bringing something out there, it's just IDing, it's ideation, it's daydreaming, it's all sorts of other things. But the other thing is that even though that's not creating, that time is also really valuable. So when I, when I say thinking about it is not actually creating, that's true in the same way that, you know, that practicing shooting hoops you know, Steph Curry can go out and shoot hoops all day long, but he's not scoring points for that in the game. It's part of the practice. Um, so in kind of in this, in this world where you're taking time to just relax, to breathe, but it's intentional, then it's that time that recharges you, right? Um, once again, like if you're just sitting there watching Netflix and you're like, oh, I really should be doing this. I shouldn't be watching Netflix again. I should be creating. That's going to hamper your creativity. But when you're like, you know what? I'm excited. I'm putting down my pen or this week I'm not working. Instead, I'm just going to, I'm going to veg out. I'm going to chill. I'm going to recharge. That becomes so, so vital. So that's great. So as you're moving forward, remember that you may not know this, but Charles Darwin 
the other Charles Dickens, and quite a few great artists and thinkers. You might be surprised to know that this, but many of the greats worked tops four hours a day. We're also beginning to see that there's all these studies that are happening now of companies trying to work with shorter work days, right? Because we're actually seeing that there's a, there's a limit to our ability to be productive and that pleasure and leisure in our lives is very important to the productivity, but it's being very intentional. You can go to work for eight hours and get four hours of work done, but you're working for eight. It's unintentional. But you can take four hours of intentional work and four hours of this is really leisure time. This is my enjoyment of life. I'm taking a pause from my work and I'm doing this. Now that stuff, and then you can get up the next morning and you've got energy. You're not exhausted because you weren't eight hours at work plus your hour for lunch. So nine hours plus your commute or whatever else it is, right? And then it's getting home late and it's how do I make my meals or all this other stuff, right? So that's overwhelming. So taking this time, so you might think that it's easy for a genius to work only four hours per day and, you know, change the course of science or deepen the annals of literary history. But once again, studies have also shown more and more that really after a certain amount of time, we don't have, we're not getting any more productive, right? So taking that time, that's really what this is all about is taking that time. So, and I know some of that is heretical in, in sort of our modern, like go, go, go. Everybody else is, you know, taking trips to Fiji and, you know, if I just work harder or I'm listening to podcasts and someone's talking about how they grinded and grinded and grinded until they finally got there. And we're sort of celebrating an unhealthy way of being. And it certainly doesn't really feed the soul. So when you're creating, you're doing something that makes you come alive. And I hope that when you're relaxing, when you are pausing for your pleasure and leisure, you are also coming alive. And I'm sure you've heard the quote from Howard Thurman, you know, don't ask yourself what the world needs, ask yourself what makes you come alive and go do that. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And I used to think of that primarily in my work out in the world. And now, quite frankly, I'm putting that spotlight back on my time, on me time, of downtime, of enjoyment time, that that also makes me come alive. The time I spend for myself watching movies or hanging out with friends or having a glass of wine or going on a hike, whatever that is. So this P is the gift this is this huge gift that you can relax and enjoy this entire process. Incorporate pleasure and leisure into your creative process. Have an amazing, pleasureful week of creativity, and I'll see you next time. Tapping Creativity is brought to you in part by We Strive, a nonprofit organization that works to lead the world towards stronger, healthier, and more sustainable community. We Strive is currently at an exciting juncture in that coming out of the pandemic, it is in a place of looking to see how can it now, as a established organization, be of greatest support to the creative communities, as well as communities who are striving in any way they know how to engage in co-creating a better world. If you're interested in learning more, visit WeStrive.org.